listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Hello, everybody. It's Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. This is Tiny. That's me. And we're podcasting. Yes. We're ready to podcast because we're meeting again a little later in the week. That's right. Yeah. Your schedule's been rough here lately. It's hard to 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 get together and record on Sundays for some reason. Yeah. Like we got a couple Sundays, but once again, right? Just well, I birthday was birthday parties, camping trips. Sure, it's uh, it's crazy. But we're here now, right? And we're ready to go. We're going hard. Sure, on a special. Well, it's not MLK Day. I was going to say that MLK was Day episode, <laughs> but that's not it. Which I didn't know your mother-in-law shared a birthday with Martin Luther King. She does. Two saints. I mean, it makes sense (laughs) that that would be the case. So, yes. Shout out to her. How's your week been? It's been fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been fine for me, too. Nothing. Alabama basketball is doing great. Nothing's happened. (laughs) We're doing great. Yes. Nothing. Nothing at all controversial. No distractions. No distractions. We're playing Vanderbilt tonight, you know. Uh Uh-huh. Hopefully we will win. Nashville's a weird place to play basketball, but we have a very good basketball team. We beat LSU by like 40 points. Yeah, we did. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we've asked Thomas questions. We did. That'll be later in the show. That's coming a little later. Yes. Prepare yourself for <laughs> Mr. Excitement, Thomas Long, <laughs> who was playing Minecraft the entire time. Oh, while you were talking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Had to shut his headphones down because I think his friend was going to start hollering cuss words. Because so, uh, he wasn't paying enough attention to whatever their task was. Well, at least he wasn't hollering cuss words trying to get on our super yes. famous show. Right. No. Yes. <laughs> on our good, clean yes. Christian show. <laughs> Right. That's this one. Yes. Um, Well, I guess we better talk about news stories. We should. What you got this week? Okay. We're going to talk about a couple getting a divorce, the uh, National Guard general, and a porn-sniffing dog. Okay. I have a story about uh, a catfishing mom, a story about VHS tapes, but I want to start with this one, John. We're talking about UFOs. Sure. UFOs. (laughs) One of my... Favorite topics. <laughs> We're one of the top podcasts for UFOs. Well, Here's, now I don't have you. Well, hold on. Have you ever like opened up your little podcast app and searched UFO or like mysterious? Or, no. Or there's a ton of them. Okay. But I feel like the two areas of expertise we have. Yes. UFOs and sex dolls. <laughs> We've done more stories on those two topics, I think, than anything else. Right. Yeah. Oh. I will say that I am of the opinion that a lot of these UFO shows, they just like, they want to believe. Sure. And there's like no skepticism whatsoever. Right. Uh, that said, this, <laughs> this story comes from ABC News. New UFO report shows hundreds more incidents than previously thought. Of course. They're coming. (laughs) Something is. Sure. The U.S. intelligence community said Thursday that that the number of UFO reports involving U.S. military personnel is increasing, enabling a greater awareness of the airspace and increased opportunity to resolve what is actually being reported. Roughly half the new incidents reported in the report had terrestrial explanations. The increase in reporting is being partially attributed to the continuing effort to destigmatize the reporting of such incidents and focusing on the potential safety risk that they could pose to U.S. personnel. The report released Thursday by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence said that since its first June 2021 unclassified report, on what are now called unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAP. Okay. I don't know why we had to change the terminology. Well, I believe the, well, part of the reason, the main reason they changed it is because UFO for, for everybody just means aliens. Well, that's what it is. <laughs> well, we don't know that. Of course we do. <laughs> they don't want you to know that. So they, they had to change it for that reason. But also I will admit that even though UFO is like, common vernacular at this point. I think phenomena is a better word than object because in some cases they're not objects. So in Mm. some cases they could be 
birds or balloons or, well, I guess a, a balloon and a bird is an object, but it sure. could also be, you know, radar glitches and things like that too. Okay. So. All right. I still like UFO better. <laughs> it is now aware of 510 such reports. Uh, it is significantly more than the 144 incidents that were reviewed in the initial report. That's the one we talked about last year. Sure. Uh, only one of which can be explained. So that's interesting. Only one. Only one of these, they had an actual explanation for what it was. Hmm. The new report said the Pentagon's new office looking at UAP reports has looked at 366 new reported incidents and initially determined that about half of them have unremarkable characteristics. That's in uh, quote, quotes right there. 26 are being attributed to drones. 163 characterized as balloons or balloon-like entities, and then six of them were attributed to clutter. That leaves still leaves a lot yeah. that we're not sure. Hmm. I'm a balloon-like entity. <laughs> <laughs> the report says these initial assessments do not mean positively resolved or unidentified, but will aid investigators in trying to determine how to explain the remaining 171 uncharacterized and unattributed UAP reports, some of which appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities and require further analysis. Uh, anyway, this goes on and on, but I think that's the that's the meat of the article is that, uh, I mean, part of me says if you previously didn't have protocol for reporting you, you know, unidentified right. aerial phenomena, and now you do, of course, you're going to get you're going to get more, more reports. Right. Like if you don't have a UFO hotline and you get nothing and then you have a UFO hotline, you're going to get a you're going to get a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Uh, but I mean, that's, you know, that's just shy of 200 that they can't explain. Well, we're under attack. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it is like what, without just saying there is aliens, like yeah. what, what could it be? I don't know. I think it's concerning. Yeah. It's definitely concerning. Mm hmm. You think it's like uh, drones? That would be like if if we had like a lineup of yeah. suspects. Yeah, I would finger the drone. Right. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> Perfect. Pause. <laughs> it just makes sense to me. Like some of these objects that they say have these unusual flight characteristics. And then right. I've heard, you know, some of these UFO documentaries say, well, if there was any kind of like, you know, biological inhabitant that the, the G forces would crush them, you know, huh. well, that right there to me means was well, probably it's pilot yeah. is probably sitting behind a computer somewhere right. just yeah. flying it around. Because if you don't have a biological pilot that's in the craft, then you're only limited by the actual construction of the craft itself. There you go. So I like that. That's my Theory that yeah. that's what a C student from Alabama thinks all this is. <laughs> They're hiding out on the dark side of the moon, flying drones to Earth to study us and mutilate cattle. Right? Yeah, why are they mutilating cattle? We all like steak. <laughs> yes, but they don't. They just cut out like the anus. <laughs> sure. <laughs> they just want that. Maybe it's a delicacy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've never had it. I'll say that much. True. Yeah. Imagine it'd be a little tough. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I don't know. You want to slow cook it, probably. <laughs> well, let's stick with the military. A National Guard general is fired for ordering his troops to... Well, you want to take a stab at it? Ooh. Say, repeat that sentence one more time. This National Guard general <clears throat> is fired for ordering his troops to do something. To issue a code red on somebody. No, to take his mom shopping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a general with a California National Guard has been relieved of duty after he reportedly ordered troops to take his mother shopping. Brigadier General Jeffrey Mangrum has also been accused of forcing subordinates to perform other personal tasks, such as making an on-duty National Guard member drive him 120 miles to a dental appointment and coercing an underling to take his place in a mandatory training session, a spokesman said. This dude rocks. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. 
I thought the whole point of wanting to become general in the military is so you could make your subordinates sure. do all this Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. And and regardless what your you know job or occupation in the military actually is, I feel like taking someone's palm shopping is an easy detail. Absolutely. <laughs> Would you rather run five miles or go walk around the mall with some yeah. old lady? Maybe you'll get lucky and she'll take you by Orange Julius <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> get some Cinnabon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the general hasn't denied the accusations, but he said no one's ever complained about running errands for him. Had I ever heard of any ethics issues like this from subordinates, peers, or commanders, or perceptions of such, I would have corrected it or addressed it on the spot, he said. Which is code for they would immediately have been reprimanded. And what's the word they he's, use when you take away their rank or whatever? He's pulling the Costanza, which is, was that wrong? I didn't know that didn't, was wrong. I didn't know that. If anybody would have said anything to me, I would not have done that. I didn't realize that was wrong. Is sending people shopping with my mom wrong? That's exactly what the judge is doing. So who's the nerd who like ratted him out? Is probably whoever got stuck with his mom. I bet his mom's a handle. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to take her. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's yelling at the people at the behind the counter at Belk and all that. Yeah. She's probably a, a handful. Takes her five minutes to find a coupon in her purse. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like expired. A, a long line of people that are just tapping their foot and shaking right. their head. Then her coupon's expired. She has to argue about that, <laughs> and you should still take it. <laughs> um, after finding Mangrum guilty of the offenses, a National Guard board has determined he'll be involuntarily transferred to the U.S. Air Force Retired Reserve, which a spokesman says is parallel to being fired. Uh, sounds like they'll probably let him keep his benefits and all that stuff. Says, yeah. uh, Major General Matthew B. Breves writes, your conduct has caused me to lose faith, trust, and confidence in your ability to continue serving. So hmm. he's fired <laughs> off because he didn't want to take his mama shopping. Did it say, and it said that he was going to be like sent to a retired. Yeah. What is this like a base of generals who <laughs> just, just don't have like, actual orders anymore? Because that sounds like a great sure. NBC like, uh, sitcom. sitcom. They're sitting around smoking cigars, drinking <laughs> bourbon. Yeah. Make it kind of like the fake live like reality, like The Office or sure. Parks and Rec, where it's not a bad idea. The, the show is shot like it's a documentary about real life. Yes. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Uh, that actually could be really good. It would be really I good. I like that. Yeah, I don't I, I imagine they're just transferring him to this unit to hold him until whatever his time's up and mm -hmm. then he's out dishonorably or honorably discharged probably that's why they're doing it i'm sure oh well i've never asked anybody to take my mom shopping so any of my subordinates i didn't know you could <laughs> do saying, that yeah, i don't have subordinates <laughs> to, to send so well the union would never allow your superiors <laughs> to do that either yeah. right right yeah they need to unionize the army right tiny <laughs> That would go over real well. There's like a war in the army's on strike. Yes, exactly. <laughs> We're not defending the borders. <laughs> not until you give us a pay raise. They're like militia members are going to defend the wall or whatever. And all the army guys are calling them, picket signs. Yeah, calling them scabs and throwing rocks at them and stuff. <laughs> like, no, dude, there's a war going on. <laughs> yeah, I would like that. That would, that would be funny. We could work that scene into our sitcom about retired generals somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have like crazy sitcoms like that anymore that just don't have a ton of premise. I don't like that. You mm -hmm. know, like back when we were growing up, you had all kind of wild shows. There was right. one with like a robot girl. I can't remember the name of that. The Dukes of Hazard was wild. I mean, those dudes are criminals <laughs> running from the law and everything. Yeah. It's just a wild time. I tell you what, Americans, we love to root for a criminal. Sure. So long as the criminal isn't hurting nobody. <laughs> or at least nobody that we care about. Sure. There's no way for me to say this without sounding bad. 
but we had a brief love affair with like really short black kids, you know, like Emmanuel <laughs> Lewis and Gary Coleman. Yes. America just fell in love with them for about a decade. Well, we then, had to show the world that racism was behind sure, us. Right. <laughs> How better sure. to show the world we've moved on right. than to have some sitcoms where we're starring uh, yeah. young black children. Right. Yes. What a wild what a wild time. There was a big orphan thing. Wasn't Punky Brewster an orphan too? She was. Yeah. Uh some old man just like found her. Right. Nothing crazy about that. <laughs> and oh my goodness, the wall, the, the robot girl. What was that? I, I can't remember. The I know name what you're talking it. about now. Yes. It was uh oh my gosh, it's gonna drive me crazy now. Cause I was thinking, I was sitting here thinking, what are you talking about? And then I was like, oh no, it was a a family, right. like your average 80s sitcom sure. family, but the daughter was a robot for yes. some reason. Right. Small wonder. That's right. <laughs> so she was dark haired. I remember her being dark haired. Yeah. Alf. Oh, yeah. Alf. I forgot about Alf. An the alien goat. that eats cats. Sure. Like came to planet Earth and just lived with your family. Just live with a <laughs> regular family. Yeah. Yeah. This is. That was a while. Yeah. Man, I missed the 80s. Wow. I mean, we just went down memory lane. Yeah. Well, speaking uh, of- off in the comments with your favorite show. <laughs> speaking of the, of the 80s, YouTubers have destroyed over 100 VHS ta- tapes of an obscure 1987 movie to increase the value of their final copy. <laughs> they sold it on eBay for $80,000. Wow. What movie is it? The movie is Nuki. Nuki? I'm not familiar with Nuki. I've never heard of it either. And and now it looks like we'll never see it. <laughs> I'm familiar with the Green Day classic Dookie, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's- Everybody owned that album at one point in time in their life. I gifted my dad a copy of that <laughs> album on Christmas one year. Because he used to listen to Fayette's band play uh, basket case uh, basketball games, okay. and he thought it was a really catchy tune. He loved sure. it. And I was like, "Well, let me Here, let me let hit me drop you up with the original." <laughs> I love it. A pair of YouTubers said they destroyed over a hundred copies of a VHS tape as part of an experiment to try to increase the value of their remaining copy. The final copy sold for eighty thousand six hundred dollars in an eBay auction. Which now some of that may have had to do with like their YouTube channel. Yeah, right. They're Red Letter Media. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but Never. They're, it's a relatively large channel. On December 30th, a YouTube channel called Red Letter Media, which reviews obscure movies, posted a video in which host Richard Evans and Mike Stuklasa. I have nailed, no idea if that's it. right. You know, I don't it. watch Red Letter Media. I'm just familiar with it. We only support Dapper Dan, <laughs> the Dapper Man. That's right. Kevin. That's our only movie reviewer we support. Uh, discussed collecting rare VHS tapes, many of which have been sold online for large sums of money. Inspired by a sealed copy of the movie Back to the Future that sold at auction for $75,000 in June, the duo set out to test which factors made a VHS tape a valuable collector's item and landed on rarity and condition as two of the key factors. The YouTube channel, which was founded by, what's the dude's first name? Because I can't say his last name. Mike. An independent filmmaker featured a running joke for years where they collected VHS tapes of Nuki, which is a sci-fi movie released in 1987. So they decided to use their collection for the experiment. Uh, Mike described Nuki in the video as mostly forgotten, terrible movie, adding, we're proud to say we very well could be the owners of the world's largest collection of Nuki VHS tapes. (laughs) In the video, they said they selected the copy that appeared to be in the best condition and sent it to be professionally graded, a pair, a paid service in which a third party assesses the quality, authenticity, and condition of the tape, which I don't want to go down a rabbit hole on that, but we've talked about that before. Like, you don't go to college to right. get a degree 
in sure. uh, authenticating VHS no. copies. Like, the, who? What are the qualifications for this? The, whoever does this is the same dude who was the referee for the video game for this <laughs> yeah. full of quarters. Yes. Same guy. You know, like, it may not be the exact same <clears throat> but physical person, but they're the same person. Yeah, yeah. just somebody in, in a, an extremely obscure. Sure. Niche hobby, right? One lone voice rises up and become and just declares himself the authority. I'm the authority on yes. this subject. Yes, <laughs> they said their copy of Nuki had been awarded a score of eight point five out of ten by hmm. this unnamed sure. authentication firm, wearing a referee jersey <laughs> and playing acoustic guitar. Sure, some midwestern town somewhere. <laughs> Mike then said they would try to increase the rarity of their tape by destroying every copy of Nuki we collected over the last decade, aside from the graded item. In a video uploaded on March 1st, 2019, they said that they had over 50 copies, but by the time they filmed the video, they had 104 copies to smash. The pair appeared to put these additional copies through a wood chipper, and they ended the video by saying the final tape had been listed on eBay. Mike said the money would be donated to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. I like that. And the Wisconsin Humane Society to show that we're not actual monsters. I mean, good for them. Yeah. Dude, I would keep that. (laughs) Keep that money. (laughs) I like that. That's a good move. Uh, On January 2nd, the eBay listing went live. According to the site, after four days and 244 bids, it sold for $80,600. Wow. The video chronicling chronicling the experiment was viewed 1.2 million times, which that's going to be some ad revenue, too. That's right. Uh, Top comments labeled it as one of the channel's best videos and said it was like some kind of weird performance art on Twitter. A post from Red Letter Media's account promoting the auction when it had an hour left received over 4,700 likes. And fans congratulated them on their result. So there you go. I mean, well, I, I suppose everybody could have just went and watched the video, but now you don't have to because we read you an insider.com article yeah, about it. Right. No need to go give them more money. <laughs> yeah, those kids have enough money. It's not supporting nerd behavior. <laughs> those kids at St. Jude Hospital or whatever. Well, that's They're- from selling the videotape. <laughs> now all the subsequent views is going into their pocket. That's right. They don't deserve that. Yeah, yeah, we don't need them going out and just collecting a whole bunch of VHS copies of whatever. What's some obscure 80s movie? I, don't, I was trying to think of one I had a copy of. <laughs> Drumline. <laughs> and and the, the copy that we get graded sure. is like your, your recorded on that's, cable that's TV. That's exactly what I have. <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect. Yeah. What about batteries not included? We need to go. We need to go Just collect a bunch of copies. Start buying up a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't think you would pay eighty grand for a VHS tape, but I don't know anything. I've never heard of Nuki. I couldn't even find it by googling for it. Oh, really? How do you spell it? N U K I E. Oh, I don't think I spelled it I E. Okay, I think I was going double E. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I mean. Good for those dudes. I'm glad they donated the money. That was sweet. I would have probably burned it all, you know, like stacked it up over some tannerite or something and made a mm-hmm. big explosion. Yeah. That would have been cool. It's also super cool that even though this is a this is an extremely obscure movie from the 80s, it right. still managed to get a song written about it from Limp Biscuit right. in the 2000s. <laughs> I did it all for the Nuki. The what? <laughs> the Nuki. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a time when Lip Biscuit was huge. Yeah. I, I not gonna lie, still will listen to Lip Biscuit from time to time. I will do. Yeah. In so, in a way, Fred Durst himself was a prophet. <laughs> I think he foretold the coming of Donald Trump when he said, New era committed. Now this red cap gets a rap from his critics. <laughs> <laughs> I think you may be right. Yeah, no, I made a meme I of it. I looked at Fred Durst before, and I was like, he might be a prophet. But you just confirmed <laughs> it. I made a meme of it, and it didn't get enough likes. I'm very disappointed oh, about man. that. Well, let's talk about disappointment. 
a uh, a Bosnian couple divorced after discovering both had an online affair with each other under fake names. <laughs> and, and okay, then this isn't something they're doing to just spice up their marriage no. after no. being married for so long. For some reason, this story says it's from 2007. We're getting the Wayback Machine, kids. <laughs> a Bosnian couple divorced after discovering both had had an online affair with each other under fake names. Santa Clark, who is 27, and Adnan, who is 32, from Zeneca, Bosnia, had marital troubles, so they were secretly chatting and having an affair online. In an online chat forum, both husband and wife found each other unknowingly under assumed fake names, Sweetie and Prince of Joy. Prince of Joy. That's a man. That's a good one If I was a lady, I would never talk to anybody named Prince of Joy. (laughs) What if it was Prince Albert of Joy? (laughs) (laughs) You're scrolling through the names. You're like Prince of Joy. You're like, that's obviously a loser. You know? (laughs) Uh, uh, and both uh, poured their hearts out about their marital problems. With time, both realized they were perfect for each other and wanted to meet finally in person. But when they met in person, it wasn't a happy ending, each accusing the other as unfaithful and is now filing for divorce. Are we um, sure this isn't a rom-com? <laughs> I don't know, but I was thinking <laughs> the first thing I would say when I met Deidre, who I've been unknowingly chatting with online for months down at the Dave and Buster's or whatever, would be like, I knew you were cheating on me. I caught you. <laughs> I set all this up. <laughs> You've got pumped. Yes. This has been an elaborate, not me, you, not me. This is you. <laughs> um, Santa told the newspaper, I thought I'd found the love of my life, uh, the way this Prince of Joy spoke to me, the things he wrote, the tendencies in every expression was something I had never had in my marriage. Um, Santa said when they were chatting, she realized how alike their marriages w- were. And they were both in trouble. And one day they decided to meet in person and have a rose with them to identify themselves. Nothing cliche about that. (laughs) Okay, this is a movie. All right. I've seen this movie. Spoiler alert. They get back together. Okay. They're going to (laughs) meet on a beach. And now that they've had this online tour affair with unknowingly with each other online. They're going to have this vast, great appreciation for how the other ones feel, and they're going to come back together. I'm through reading this story because we all know how it goes. But uh, also, the person you've been chatting with is the same person you've been trashing. You know, like (laughs) he don't ever pick up his socks, and he never even listens to me when I'm talking about my day and all of that stuff. And. (laughs) <laughs> You've been trashing him to his face. Well, it sounds like to me if they could just set aside their ego for yeah. two seconds, maybe they could understand, oh, yeah, that's why right. they feel the way they feel. Yeah. No, that would be if I was going to do some Southern Baptist couples counseling <laughs> yeah. with them. I would be like, look, I think those are valid criticisms. Sometimes it's easier to say things to a stranger than the person. Y'all got the benefit of both. So... Fix it and stay together the way God intended. You finally communicated to each other. Yeah. Everything you needed to say, you just had to slap some screen name yeah. on it to you do it. You just had to be the Prince of Joy. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, like, what was her? What she's was- so fat. She don't ever work out anymore. <laughs> just trashing her. Sits around in her sweatpants all day long. And she's like, my yeah. husband's the same way. Sure, right, yeah. No, he he just sits there and watches football all the time. Yeah, you know that's exactly like it was. He goes to work, and I appreciate that. But then he comes home, and he just sits around. He don't want to do right. anything else. It's like he doesn't have any time for me. <laughs> yeah, he just never has any time for any energy left for me at yeah. the end of the day. I've had these conversations. I just knew it was my wife. That's <laughs> right. My wife will say it straight to my face. Hey, you're being an idiot. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of, you know, communication is the key to any relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are afraid to hurt 
they love somebody so much they're afraid to hurt their feelings. Right. But the flip side of that is no one ever helps you unless they tell you the truth. Right. You know? And if you really love somebody, you want to help them. Hmm. So every once in a while, you got to look at your spouse or whatever and go, you're you're acting weird, you know, and they have to look at you and say that. That's really good advice because I have the problem of just bottling everything up. Yeah. And then one day just me too. out of nowhere, it just explodes. I think that's a guy thing <laughs> yeah. more than anything. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just, I just, every once in a while you got to be like, why are you being weird about this or whatever <laughs> and get it out in the open. And it's okay. You know, if, if your spouse is normal, you know, mm-hmm. I consider Dieter to be a normal I've met some wild, crazy women in my yeah. life. Dieter's not one of them. There's wild and crazy, stupid dudes, too. We're normal people that are mature enough not to get our feelings hurt. So hmm. sometimes it does hurt your feelings, though. <laughs> you have to go pout about it for a little while and then come back and be like, I'm being a baby. I'm sorry. So, Well, it sounds like almost like that was a story of them catfishing each other. Sure. Unknowingly. Right. Not not kind of, not really, but sort of. Right. Uh, well, here's a story about a Michigan mom who's accused of catfishing her teen daughter. Okay. Uh, she is now going to trial. Mom, you're embarrassing <laughs> me. Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've, usually I just read the headlines and then we talk about the story on the show. Sure. I actually read this story and I don't know if it's quite catfishing. This is more online harassment. Okay. That being said, had this been like an actual catfishing story, can you imagine yeah. having like, you know, like sexting <laughs> well, your, your mom, your online amore, and then you find out it's your mom? You go and, and your mom's holding a rose <laughs> down at the Dave and Buster's. <laughs> and, she, and there's like cameras because she sure. knows, right? <laughs> there's whole categories based on this premise, you know? I feel like that's an excellent way to like just shatter your child like that she's gonna need therapy yes <laughs> absolutely yes yeah no, way too much no that is you're you're putting a burden on your child that they will likely never get out from under <laughs> if you do something like that no. unfortunately i think this was just harassment yeah <laughs> but no, fortunately she was just being mean to her <laughs> an isabella county mother accused of catfishing her own teenage daughter and another teen is one step closer to facing trial uh the the website here defines catfishing is when someone fakes an online identity online identity to scam victims for money, romance, or physical harm. Sure. But I feel like in common vernacular, the emphasis is more on romance. Right. Yeah. Mantateo. <laughs> Mantateo. Kakua. Kendra G. Licardi, 42, was scheduled to appear for a ple- preliminary examination before Isabella County District Judge Sarah Spencer Noggle the afternoon of Thursday, January 12th. Rather than proceed with witness testimony, Licardi opted to waive her right to the hearing. As a result, the judge bound Licardi over to circuit court where her options will be to take her case to trial or enter into a plea agreement. Following her December 12th arrest, Licardi was arraigned on two counts each of using a computer to commit a crime and stalking a minor. Don't you know Christmas was so weird? (laughs) Your mom got arrested on December 12th. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here, honey. <laughs> Come open up your presents. <laughs> Something tells me they they maybe they didn't even celebrate Christmas I, together. Probably not. <laughs> I have to stay on with dad. <laughs> uh, plus one count of obstruction of justice. The computer charge is a 10-year felony, while the other two charges are five-year felonies. So it's serious business. Sure. Uh, Isabella County Sheriff's deputies began investigating on January 19th, 2022, when they received reports from Licardi and another teen's parent that their 14-year-old children were being harassed via text messages and social media apps. Licardi and the other parent had initially alerted Bear City school officials to the perceived cyberbullying, but district officials referred the matter to the sheriff's office and the harassment occurred off of school grounds. At the time, deputies took the complaint Licardi was a girls' basketball coach at the school. The harassment had been occurring for months before the parents spoke with deputies. 
uh, the teens, a boy and a girl who were in a dating relationship at the time, received dozens of messages daily, and Licardi happened to be the mother of the girl. Oh, she didn't like the boyfriend. She tried to split them up. That's what it sounds like, but apparently she was like sending harassing texts to her own daughter as well. Sure. This you would, don't get away from him. <laughs> this would be like if you went and got you like a new phone, no one knew the number, sure. and started sending harassing texts to Thomas and his girlfriend. Right. And then like Thomas' girlfriend's parents and you go to the school right, go on, to hey, report what's up this, this harassment, right. but like you're the one guilty the yeah, whole time. The whole time. They <laughs> trace the number and it's to me. And the principal is like, well, I'm going to refer this to the sheriff's office. And you're like, hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> like, That's against the law. <laughs> I was just having some fun. <laughs> yeah, punk. You've been punked. <laughs> <laughs> I was just having some fun. Come uh, on, Thomas. <laughs> says the text were harassing them about their relationship. They were derogatory comments about her daughter and other students. Pretty much the same kind of comments over and over again. Uh, charging documents indicate that the crime spanned from September 13th, 2021 through the following February 22nd, meaning the two teens continued receiving messages after police began investigating. All told, the messages numbered in the hundreds. Deputies interviewed several potential witnesses who had been mentioned in the messages. There were things in the messages that led us to believe it was a different person or a different student, but that didn't come to fruition, Maine said. Among some of the messages' content were references to school sporting events, sure, player scores. Th- uh, throughout the lengthy investigation, it became increasingly evident that the messages were not being sent by other juveniles. Authorities drafted search warrants for the social media apps that were being used, but yielded no positive result. As the probe continued, deputies requested assistance from FBI's Cyber Division in wow. Bay City, uh, they got involved in April. As a result, investigators identified the location of the app company that was being used to mask the text messages, and a search warrant was issued for the records. This, in turn, led to more, more search warrants for sub-applications from the texting apps. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they it all her. got down to the mom. It was the, They got the FBI involved. It was oh, your like, mom the whole time. Hey, hey, FBI, if you guys aren't busy fomenting an insurrection or something, could you help us track down this <laughs> crazy this, lady? This uh, high school basketball mom <laughs> right. is like harassing her own daughter and her daughter's boyfriend. That's tough. Man. If her goal was to split them up. Yeah. I don't think that's the way you go about it, right? Well... I mean, you don't want to commit three felonies. No. <laughs> but if I found, found out that the person sending me all these harassing texts and my girlfriend all these harassing texts was my potentially future mother-in-law. Sure. I think that would make me think twice. <laughs> <laughs> have I, uh, I don't want to get on this now, but have I told you about Hudson's new girl? Oh, he's got a new girl. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. We'll talk about that in the Patreon. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, I, I just I can't imagine if Libby was dating a dude I don't like, how this would drive them apart. You know, <laughs> right? I've always heard you're supposed to act like you like them, really, really like the ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Dieter's dad just treated me normal, but we're a little more of a unique situation since we had known each other since preschool. Right? So, I don't know. I don't know how I'm supposed to act. I know I went out with some girls and their dads try to act like real tough. And I was like, I'm going to grab her boobs as soon as we <laughs> get out of the driveway. There's, you're not going to be there. That's you know? just a dad thing. Yeah. I remember my father-in-law, he, he made some kind of comment like, I'm not afraid to go back to jail. I'm like, <laughs> you are a preacher. You have never been to jail. <laughs> like, I'm touching her boobs. There's nothing you can do about it. You can clean your shotgun. <laughs> you can act real tough. You can have all your brothers over too, and they can be drinking beer. I'm touching her boobs. That's just how it works. <laughs> I'll have her home on time. I promise. Okay. Let's get off of that. John's like, I'll have her done when I'm done with her. <laughs> no, no. You got to do what they ask you to do. 
Uh, Utah's porn-sniffing dog dies after putting numerous offenders behind bars. Okay, I just want to say at the outset, that's a tough job. Sure. That's a very tough job. Nobody wants to be a porn-sniffing anything. (laughs) After a life of sniffing out criminals, the retired porn-sniffing dog called (laughs) URL died December 30th. Rest in power. Uh... Weber County Sheriff's Office uh, URL was the fourth dog in the county to be certified and trained as an electronic storage detection canine. Detective uh, Cameron Hartman and the canine completed more than 200 search warrants where they obtained digital evidence for cases that most often involve child sexual predators, uh, child exploitation material, and or child abuse material. The list of remarkable finds for the canine includes a USB drive disguised as a key on a key ring full of keys, a micro SD card in a closed baby food jar in a small pencil box full of other items uh, that was inside a large cedar chest and an SD card high on a shelf. Well, that doesn't seem that impressive. (laughs) Just off on a shelf? High on a shelf? Well, it sounds like the dog did amazing work, but let's not. It was on a shelf. Also, I had no idea that. I mean, I know dogs can smell way better than humans can, but SD cards and USB drives have distinct smells. I guess so. I don't know. Huh. That's interesting. Um, Let's see. And even cell phone (laughs) parts. (laughs) Maybe these, the USB drives and SD cards, these in particular had a funny smell. <laughs> well, no, he also find, he found cell phone parts hidden in a wall behind a toilet at the Weber County Jail, according to the Sheriff's Office. Uh-oh, no contraband. Yeah, the almost eight-year-old police dog recovered dozens of critical pieces of digital evidence that otherwise would have been overlooked. Um, URL also provided emotional support to officers working in the stressful realm of child exploitation and to the children who were scared during the search warrants. So this is not the type of porn sniffing dog. I thought it was going to be when I read the headline. (laughs) URL is a terrible name. Why would you, I mean, Uh, who knows? I don't know. It's three syllables. I yes. think dogs' names need to be a maximum of two. Yeah, where you can holler them good, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And uh, URL, that's just... Uh, yeah. Well... He he could have been Mouse. He could have been... Sure. A lot of, lot of cool, clever, electronically-themed names. Well, I thought this dog was going to be running dudes out of, like, the adult theaters and all that. <laughs> Chasing them out. <laughs> Pee-wee Herman running out. Well, I feel like if we had URL here with us right now. Well, easy now. <laughs> if we if we had him here, I think he would say, uh, I can't rightly define what pornography is, but I know it when I smell it. <laughs> I mean, but good for the dog. I always found it weird we're trusting an animal that you can pump fake with a tennis ball. <laughs> We're trusting that one, but whatever. Yeah. Um. We need to talk about our friends at Cajun Curl. Um, we want to thank them for their support. Check them out uh, at their website, CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there. That's at CajunCurl.com. Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. At CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's low salt, all natural, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. 
Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. We don't have any voicemails this week. Oh, boo. But we do have a letter. Oh, wow. We got a letter from Cody. He writes in, I am a longtime listener from the Shoals, a little north of y'all. Really enjoy the show. Good, clean, fun. All right. The key word in there is clean. Sure. Some <laughs> Most of the time. Yes. My main reason for contacting y'all is to recommend a sealer for Tiny's Patio. Ah, okay. So this is very pertinent we, information for me. Right. I don't know about the rest of y'all. We appeal to the audience. <laughs> I happen to think that there are dozens of listeners building a patio along with you. <laughs> They've joined We're in all on doing the journey. It together. Right, yes. <laughs> I'm a modern-day Bob Vila. Sure, exactly. <laughs> when we get our 100th patron, we can have stuff like that. With video. You oh, man, if we a, could do a show like out there on the patio. Oh, that would be amazing. One nice spring night. Sure, right. <laughs> that would be great. We could do that. Uh, he says, Eagle Sealer works well on natural rock in outside areas. It leaves a glossy, wet-looking finish that does not fog if you lay it on a little too thick. Prep work is easy. I like to use an electric pressure washer to get all the dirt off, but a water hose will work as well. Uh, fortunately, I have two neighbors with okay. a with a pressure washer, sure. so it should be. I good. got one. <laughs> you're one. You're one. Yeah. Right, mine's <laughs> and old. Richard is the other. <laughs> mine's old, but I got one. Uh, don't use a gas pressure washer. Oh, yours... Mine's gas. Okay, well, Richard's is electric, yeah. so I ain't I'm using good. no pansy electric. <laughs> he says a gas pressure washer will chip the rock and That's it also right. remove mortar. Yeah, because we're yeah. power, yeah. which is good when you're trying to you know torture terrorists. <laughs> It takes the skin off the top of your foot. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, he says, "I cut the hedges with a brush and roll on the rest." If uh, you can find it at most big box stores, it comes in a white metal bucket. Good luck and holler if you need any more tips on this subject. Roll Boom. Tide, Cody. There we go, man. Thank you so much, Cody. Yeah. Appreciate that. That's that's what we need. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yes. So much quicker response to that than we got to, hey, can somebody build us a website? <laughs> but we got that too. But we have a website, <laughs> earthoddity.net. Yes. Yes. So while we wait on our hundredth patron patron. That's right. <laughs> We're so close. We just yeah. need a few more to sign up, right? Man, maybe we could like turn this spot in the show to like what can the audience do for us? <laughs> can our lives be made easier? Yes. I like that. <laughs> yes. But seriously, thank you so much, Cody. I appreciate that because I, I went to Reddit. I looked on Twitter. I looked, I, I looked a lot of places and there really wasn't a lot nah. of, a uh, lot of information. I think it's a information embargo from like the, uh, the, Landscapers big, of America. Big landscapers. Trying to ta tap down on all that. Sure, they don't want you to know. Because they can't stand DIY folks. <laughs> no, you're cutting into their bottom line, Tiny. I know. You really, that would have cost thousands of dollars for somebody mm -hmm. to come and do for you. Yeah. So I hope Tara appreciates it. Well, I'm sure she does sure. in her own way. <laughs> <laughs> Richard's going to enjoy hanging out there. He'll he, swim up the creek. He came, over, he came over yesterday and he said uh he said he was gonna go down the the row, like go to every house asking if they wanted to have a cup of coffee and get to know each other. So okay. I don't know if he's got to you yet. No. But he's on his way. <laughs> no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> You got to get to him and be like, <laughs> that house right there, stay away from him. He's weird. Well, we also have some questions. For Thomas. For Thomas. Sure. I will edit that in right here. Okay. I'm here with Thomas Long. Say hello, Thomas. Hello. Heir to the Long Throne and Empire. And he is currently playing Minecraft. <laughs> what are you doing? Peter's about to yell. Let's turn it down. Okay. All right. And so we're going to ask you questions, Thomas, for the podcast. Have you ever been on the podcast before? 
No? No. Why not? Because you don't ask me because you hate me. <laughs> you got to talk louder I, or lean up and get into the microphone. I think because you don't ask me because you hate me. I don't hate you. I'm very proud of you. You're a good kid. Here, I'm just going to get close to you, so you'll have to speak into it. Okay. All right, so listeners ask questions all the time, and they wanted to ask you some questions. So, here we go. If they make a movie about your life, who would you want to play your dad? This is from a guy named Tyler. Um, I don't know. Me. <laughs> That would be funny. <laughs> it's making me laugh. Okay. Do you get embarrassed when you have to reveal to people that your parents are from Fett? No. Right. No. Why would you? Fett's awesome, right? Sure. Do you don't think Fett's awesome? I mean, y'all got a water park. That's right. We got a water park. Okay. Let's see. That's from Chris. He's actually from Fett. Um, that's our Bobo ask, dude, your dad, can you even with him? I mean, what's his deal? He likes little boys. (laughs) (laughs) You just ruined the whole thing. Can't put that in (laughs) (laughs) okay all right let's move on all right let's move on what's a word or phrase the kids use that adults haven't caught on to yet um i don't know what about riz yeah but you know what that means well i only know about it because i'm cooler than most adults well that sucks for them do you want? Do you want to explain it to? Them? No. Uh, it's like how well you get girls. Okay. All right. Um, Nicole asks, "What's your favorite Pokemon?" I don't know. <laughs> I will just be playing and I don't be looking at their names. That's a lie. You're a nerd. You love it. You buy them off of the internet. Yeah, but I know what they look like. They look cool. <laughs> you, you don't know their names? Oh. Dad, I don't believe you. I think <clears throat> I think you're lying. All right. All right. Iceman, uh, Iceman Carmen asks, what's the most embarrassing thing your dad or mom has ever done to or around you? I don't get embarrassed. I don't do that. Yeah, you're right. Um. If your dad died, who would you want to be? Who would you want your new stepdaddy to be? Mm, I don't know. Somebody rich. <laughs> what's your, uh, let's see. The driver asked, what's your dream job? I guess professional musician. Okay. What's your dream car? Um, Chevy Trax. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy's good. <laughs> Until a core pack messes up. <laughs> when out in public, have you ever pretended not to know your parents or other family member? Oh, I do that to mama all the time. <laughs> we'll be we'll be walking in the store and I'm like, You're my mom She'll freak out. That's great. The white devil asks, Who's Thomas? Me. That's a stupid question. Oh, <laughs> uh, D. Hendrick asks, would you rather your mouth be vertical or your butt crack be horizontal? Butt crack be horizontal because then more gets out at one time. (laughs) Okay, that's all four questions. Do you have anything you want to say? In particular, you want to tell the listeners, (laughs) please be (laughs) decent and normal. My dad doesn't like little boys. (laughs) I was lying. (laughs) Thank you. <laughs> Way to go, Thomas. Yes. Proud of you, son. <laughs> Never been on the podcast before. That was an Earth Oddity debut. That's right. That's right. Yeah, for my son. Who's a great kid? I'm very proud of Thomas, so I don't brag on him enough. He's a great kid. Which one's your favorite? 
It it changes day to day. <laughs> it changes today day is day. Thomas. Today is Thomas. Yeah, it changes day to day. They're all pretty equal. Uh-huh. You know, Libby's going through this thing where she doesn't like me right now. Mm-hmm. So that sucks, but she'll get out of it. That's just the way it goes. Thomas is probably currently number one today. Well, congratulations, Thomas. Yeah, that could change when I walk back in the house, depending <laughs> on if he's doing something stupid. But probably not. He's actually he's gotten over most of his stupid stuff and has turned into an enjoyable person to be around, except that he is overly critical of everything. <laughs> so, Who's he get that from? His mama. A hundred percent his mama. Yeah. Yeah. They're just critics. I have to remind him all the time to quit raining on people's parade. <laughs> well, John, as this free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. We thank each and every one of you so much. We would like to thank by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Seriously, thank you all so much for everything you do and for all the support that you give us. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have a few tiers, but the $5 tier, that gets you the extended show. That's like a whole extra show after this one. It's $5. It's not $5 a week, like some of these sneaky patron shows are out there. It's it's every month. We're laying it right on the table for you. Yes. $1.25 a week extra. For less than an Egg McMuffin, Mm -hmm. you can have extra Earth Oddity. You used to could get two sausage biscuits for $2, which was a dollar a piece, but you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Thanks for doing the math on that. Let me know as a dollar a piece. Appreciate (laughs) that. You know, I'm very proud of my math skills. I I think it was like, you're like, John's going to need some help figuring this one out. Let me go ahead and hit him with some math. Well, I I looked up my my calculator before I I said it. So (laughs) I prefer to think of it. I didn't want to get it wrong. Remember that time? What were we? We were talking about something, and I was like, well, the calculator app don't even go that high. And you were like, turn it sideways, <laughs> tiny. It just blew my mind. I was like, oh, I, I can multiply billions and trillions now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it, it can do all kind of stuff if you turn your calculator sideways. Yeah, I thought Yeah, I thought Apple's phone technology couldn't <laughs> couldn't multiply into the billions and trillions. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want you to add up how much slave labor has been used to <laughs> give you an iPhone. Yeah. yeah. And they prevent you from that. I'll tell you what, you don't have to calculate billions of dollars to find out how much laborers in the Congo are getting paid to dig cobalt out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you don't have to pay millions of dollars for, Tiny? Our Patreon membership. That's right. It's $5 a month for an extra episode. Where can you join that? That's at uh, patreon.com backslash earth oddity. That's correct. Yeah. Boom. So there you go. That was almost professional. Go join it now. Sure. Yeah, why not? Speaking of extended shows, what do we got coming up the extension today? We're going to talk about a school employee who got in a little trouble. Okay. Yeah. I am going to talk about an update to an earlier story about a insurance claim okay. for an STD that was contracted in a vehicle covered by GEICO. There we go. Yes, I remember that. Well, you got anything else? No, that's it. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to email into the show like Cody did, that yeah. is earthoddity at planetbell.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. You can check out our show art. That's at underscore earthoddity on Instagram. Or you can go to www.earthoddity.net. That's right. Our brand new website. Brand, brand new. spanking new. Right. I'm going to get a blog up for too long. Oh, that's going to be sweet. I not time to really work on anything. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm going to get one up. 
Uh, we have a Discord server, link yeah. in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That is 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth ID for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Oh, it's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, patrons. (laughs) So professional. Sure. It gets loosey goosey in the Patreon. <laughs> it does. Emphasis on goosey. Goose egg all over.